Welcome to the Holistic Mindfulness Podcast with your host, Tamara Violent. As a mindfulness coach and energy healer, I take individuals from a state of self-doubt and anxiety to mindful, balanced, and thriving. I created this podcast to help you reach your highest potential and unlock the power of your mind. Am I pressing play? You already started the process. Hello and welcome to my second podcast episode. Today will be about mindfulness. I really want to make things clear of what mindfulness really is, how I came across it. I want to tell you the history of mindfulness, the tools that mindfulness includes, and about my course. I made a free mindfulness course and I want to talk about why I made it and how I came across it. So let's dive in. Mindfulness is the practice of purposely focusing your attention on the present moment and accepting it without judgment. That's basically the easiest um, explanation of what mindfulness is. And mindfulness is actually just a quality that every human being already possesses, but we just have to learn how to access and utilize it. Mindfulness is a good way to keep yourself living in the present, in the here and now. And when you find yourself wandering about an uncertain future or dwelling in the past, mindfulness can really bring you back to the present moment. And the present moment is truly the only place that really exists. So the thing that happens whenever you're stressed or anxious, when you're worrying, you're probably thinking about a future event or a past happening. So whenever you can live truly in the present, you probably won't have any worries or fears. And even psychologists agree that living in the present is the best way to maintain mental health, happiness, and well-being. Mindfulness has three key characteristics. There is intention, attention, and attitude. So let me break it down for you. Intention is really about how to cultivate your awareness and really return to it over and over again. Attention is about if you're able to observe what is really occurring in the present moment by observing your thoughts, your feelings, and all your sensations as they arise. So truly putting attention into what you're feeling and really using your five or six senses. And lastly, attitude. Attitude, your attitude should always be non-judgmental. You should be curious and always kind. And by mindfulness, it's non-judgmental is so important. I mean, not even mindfulness, general in life. If you are a judgmental person, that's a very low vibrational frequency. So you have to work that out to be able not to judge other people, just to be able to accept whoever they are, whatever the situation is, and not really focus on other people. Focus on you, and that's already going to be a, such a big change in your life. 
So there are formal and informal techniques in mindfulness. What do I mean by formal? Formal meditations are when you intentionally set aside a particular block of time. For example, you want to practice a meditation and you're going to say, okay, on Tuesday, I'm going to do the meditation for 15 minutes. I'm going to sit there in my lotus pose or lay down. And basically, that's a formal meditation technique. And this is great because it allows you to truly train your mind more deeply. But also, on the other hand, it's it's very difficult. Nowadays, um, we have such busy lives. And when we plan something so, so ahead, we are probably more most likely not going to do it. And that's why the informal meditation practices are amazing. And you can't really make any excuse up of not doing the meditation. Basically, informal meditation techniques are just simply breathing, observing your environment. For example, I love to do the meditation in the shower. I simply breathe, I really feel the water on my skin flowing down. I maybe might think of the water washing away anything heavy that I've been attached to me. And these meditations are just amazing because you can do it anywhere in any time. You can do it on your way to work, even at your office if you're stressed, at home, right before you go to bed. So... Meditation doesn't always have to be this thing in the lotus pose and has to be so formal and has to be go perfect. I shouldn't have any thoughts. No, meditation is about easiness in life and truly breathing and taking a moment and a breath for yourself. Another really great informal meditation technique, especially in mindfulness, is when you're washing the dishes, become present, truly like feeling the water, hearing the water fall down, feeling the foam in your hands, and being mindful of all your senses instead of going to thoughts in your heads that are talking about the future or the past. So simply activities that you have to do in your daily routine, you can just do it more mindful and meditate while doing them. So you've probably heard about mindfulness only pretty recently, but it actually is a very old practice and technique. And people have been practicing mindfulness already over thousands of years. They even estimated that it's back um, 2,500 years ago, but it's still not really clear when exactly it dates back to. In general, what could be found from studies is that mindfulness was popularized by the East by religious and spiritual institutions. Though it's commonly thought that the origins of mindfulness practice lies in Buddhism, the history of mindfulness actually goes back much further than that and can be linked to yogic practices of the Hindu people. And the closest equivalent um, we have in English to the word mindfulness is the word sati, which is a Pali word that means moments-to-moment awareness of present events. But it can also mean remembering to be aware of something. And this comes directly from the Buddhist theory. You probably might be wondering, 
of how the practice of mindfulness got to the Western cultures. There have been various spiritual and influential leaders um, that went from the East, from religious and spiritual institutions, and came to the Western world to teach others, to teach their philosophy, um, especially about mindfulness. But one of the most influential and known people was Thich Nhat Hanh. And he was a Buddhist monk, and some even call him the father of mindfulness because he was one of the people who brought mindfulness into the Western world and made it easy for us to understand and apply to our own standard. And John Kabat-Zinn, you probably might have heard of him as well. He is a really influential person in mindfulness, and he learned and studied mindfulness under several Buddhist teachers, but he, the main Buddhist teacher that he studied from was also Thich Nhat Hanh. And Kabat-Zinn was perhaps the first really to bring out the concept of mindfulness out of the religious context. He highlighted mindfulness more as a practice for positive mental health as we know it nowadays. And he founded the Center of Mindfulness at the University of Massachusetts, and he created the Mindfulness-Based Stress Reduction Program in the 1970s. And this program is really a group program that was developed by him to treat patients struggling with life difficulties and physical and mental illnesses. And he influenced uh, mindfulness in that sense of how we know it today. Well, enough talk about the history of mindfulness. Let me get to the juicy part where I explain you the different mindfulness techniques and exercises. Basically, in mindfulness, in any kind of exercise, you focus on your senses and on your breath. For instance, there is mindful listening. In mindful listening, you will learn how to improve the, the focus of your attention and really deepen all kinds of relationship and develop self-awareness and increase your empathy and so much more. Then there is a mindful seeing and breathing, which can help you feel more grounded um, because you're able to consciously notice everything that is in your visual field. The following technique that mindfulness has is the body scan meditation, which is amazing if, for example, you're very tense, um, if you're not able to sleep very easily. And in this practice, you focus your awareness on each single body part maybe even down to your organs and cells and really allowing to feel all the sensations, even emotions that arise and releasing the tension with your breath. Then there's another amazing exercise that is called the, the five senses where you simply evoke a mindful state of wherever you are and list up the five senses and this decreases your stress and anxiety and it's a very great exercise because it's very simple to do and you can do it anywhere. Then an amazing other great exercise is mindful eating. 
we constantly eat um, under stress when we're walking, when we're watching a movie or Netflix, but we barely and rarely sit down and eat mindfully, truly thinking and thanking about your food, seeing what's on the plate, seeing all the colors, tasting all the flavors and smelling every spice. So that's very important because this will improve the relationship with your food and any thoughts that drive your choices. And lastly, an amazing other technique is mindful walking. Um, When you walk, you should be able to observe everything that is around you by looking at every single sign, every single color that you see, by listening what's around, all these noises, smelling, maybe feeling your feet touching the ground, feeling the wind on your skin. And this is a simple form of meditation in action. So there are amazing, amazing techniques and they're very easy, but you just have to practice them more often so you're subconsciously already implementing them in your life without even thinking about them. And you have to be really committed by doing this. If you want to change your life, if you want to be able to decrease your stress and know how to react in certain situations, mindfulness is the way to go. So that's why I created my online mindfulness course. Mindfulness really helped me in a sense of that I feel much more empowered, that I feel more in peace, that I don't feel this anxiety anymore. I started practicing yoga and by practicing it, I just felt this deep kind of relaxation. And I thought maybe I should take it a step further and I started researching about meditations and then I came across mindfulness and I know how much it helped me so that's why I created the online course that I wanted to pass on this knowledge that I've gathered over the years and took me so long to understand and apply in my life to really make it simple for you guys So you can watch this set of videos and download all the guides that I have for you um, that I really put all my passion and all my energy and time into because I really want to transform as many lives as possible. And by making this course accessible, I hope I can reach my goal. Initially, I wanted to sell my course for $150 because I put so much time and so much passion into this and even money and it took me years to understand. But then I kept thinking the start of my spiritual awakening per se, I really didn't see the value in such a course. I thought that if I already can uh, view everything for free on social media and YouTube. I can just learn it by myself. I don't need to pay money for that. Well, guess what? It took years to understand and really gather all this really quality information. Um, 
but I want to help you guys out because I want to make it as, as accessible as possible and I want to help you to start this initiative process without charging for it. So by watching this course, it's going to make your life so much easier. And I truly hope that you can take all these techniques to your advantage and apply them in your daily life. But you have to be really 100% committed of doing this and of wanting to see a change in your life. If you have any other questions, please send me a DM. I would love to hear from you. Um, the link to my free online course is in the show notes down below. It's also in my link tree on my Instagram if you follow me there. Please share and forward this episode or save it. Send it to your friends and family and help them out as well. It is proven by science that mindfulness reduces your activity of the fight or flight survival instinct, the part of your brain called the amygdala. And the amygdala triggers your stress hormones. So there have been thousands of studies that prove by only practicing 20 minutes of mindfulness meditation that this activity decreases so there will be less stress less anxiety in your life and we all know that stress is the main cause to various diseases in our life so take this unique opportunity and go check out my online course and forward this episode forward my course to your dear friends and family Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, this episode, and staying until the end. And I really hope uh, you're joining me for the next session as well. Next time, I will talk about meditation, what it is, how it came across meditation. I will talk again a little bit about the history of meditation and the various different styles. I'm maybe also planning to do a guided meditation so yeah, if you have any ideas or topics that you want me to cover, just send me a DM, send me an email. I would love to hear from you and yeah, hope you have a lovely day. Namaste.